This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast. We are the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am as always your host Mr. Luke Jennings here hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast and to hit the subscribe button on our place to be wrestling network home of great shows such as wrestling's chicken salad nwa saturday special ptbn's main event nation invasion highway to the impact zone monday night project and many many other great shows coming to you on a near daily basis you can follow the network at ptbn wrestling patreon.com forward slash memphis cast gets you early access you can watch the video and uh, you can listen so you can watch me watching the show and listen as well if you want to, patreon.com forward slash MemphisCast for just £1 a month and you get two shows. You'll get this and you'll get the Monday Night Project show, um, which is WWF, where we watch WWF on a weekly basis as we are here. We are we have just turned into 1994, uh, I think it was second week in 1990, no, 17th of January, something like that. 10th of January, sorry, 10th of January, we are heating up to the Royal Rumble, which we will be watching, so you can watch, we're going to be watching the Royal Rumble match and the WWF Championship match, so you can watch that on the screen here, or you can listen early, patreon.com, forward slash MemphisCast, £1 a month, we're going to give it another go, we did the Patreon, the Monday Night Project was originally a um, Patreon exclusive show, Uh, didn't get the uh, traction that I wanted, so I stopped it. So I've decided to give it another go and see how it goes. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash at MemphisCast as well. You can watch the, some stuff on there. I don't know what's going. I don't know what I'm going to be doing with that. But YouTube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. Uh, visit WhenItWasCool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history, and more. This week we are covering the 9th of April, 1983. Last week we covered the 2nd of April, where we saw blood, beatdowns, midgets, as well as all the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Before we head down to ringside, let's give you a uh, look-see-look of what's been happening around the rest of the wrestling world. On the 3rd of April 1983, Georgia Championship Wrestling holds a show in the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. NWA World Heavyweight Champion Ric Flair defeats Tony Atlas by disqualification. Larry Zabisco defeats Tommy Rich. Dick Murdoch and Dusty Rhodes defeat Ivan Koloff and the late, great... Iron Sheik, this is the first time in recording, uh, this is the first thing I've recorded since the passing of the Iron Sheik. Um, as I'm recording this, he passed away last Wednesday, um, but you'll, you've, this is now a couple of weeks ahead. But uh, yeah, rest in peace, Iron Sheik. Uh, a hell of a character, a hell of a wrestler, a hell of a human being. Um, if you haven't already, please go out your way and try and find the A&E documentary. Ed. I think it aired uh, April, but they recently re-put it out again, just because it's uh, it was a hit, and it shows how great um, the Iron Sheik was. So yes, God bless the Iron Sheik. Cameraman, zoom it. The Masked Superstar, Bill Eady, defeated Basoya by disqualification. Matt Bourne and Arn Anderson defeat Brian Bland, Tito Santana, Killer Brooks defeated Brett Wayne, Paul Ellering defeated Joe Lightfoot. Also in the third... 
San Antonio, Texas. The Grapplers, Len Denton and Tony Anthony, won the Southwest Tag Titles, beating Monu Guerrero and Bob Sweetan in the finals of the tournament. Also in the third, New Japan Pro Wrestling holds a show in the Sumo Hall in Tokyo, Japan. Buddy Rose and Ed Leslie defeat Osama Kiddo and Royumago. Paul Orndorff defeated Animal Hamaguchi. Masa Saito and Killer Khan defeat Kengo Kimura and Seiji Sakaguchi. Kunoiki Kobayashi battled Dynamite Kid to a double countout. The match was for the vacant WWF Junior Heavyweight title. Ricky Choshu defeated Tatsumi Fujinami to win the WWF International title. And Antonio Inoki defeated Russia Kimura. On the 4th, here in Memphis, Tennessee, Metsav Coliseum 6,716. Witness Carl Fergie defeating Sonny King via disqualification. Duke Myers, who he saw debut last week on the show, he defeated Bobby Fulton. Bobby Eaton drew with the Ace of Spades. Again, we saw him last week. Porkchop Cash and the Dream Machine. They are now the Bruise Brothers. Again, we saw that last week. Uh, they defeat Dutch Mantel and Steve O. Mid-America champion Stagger Lee beat Giant Frazier in a mask and title versus $1,000 match. The Galaxians defeat the Rock and Roll Express in a match with the Galaxians' masks were at stake. Terry Taylor defeated Southern champion Bill Dundee for disqualification in a match with two referees. The Moondogs defeated the Fabulous Ones to win the Southern Tag Team titles. And in the main event, AWA World Champion Nick Buckwinkle defeated Jerry Lawler for disqualification. We may see highlights of some of those matches coming up today. On the 7th of April, Jerry Lawler defeated AWA World Champion Nick Buckwinkle by disqualification in Lexington, Kentucky. On the 8th, AWA holds a show in Denver, Colorado. Jerry Blackwell defeated Brad Rangans. Rick Martel defeated Sheik Adnan Al-Kaisi. Uh, Baron Von Raschke, Hulk Hogan and Mad Dog Vashawn defeated Ken Patera, Jesse Ventura and Bobby Heenan. AWA World Champion Nick Bogwickle defeated Wahoo McDaniel. And then finally, on the 9th, on this day, on the 9th of April 1983, Dusty Rhodes and Dick Murdoch announce on Georgia Championship Wrestling Television that they are forming the Texas Outlaws tag team and they, chal- they are challenging Ivan Koloff and the Iron Sheik. And then finally, WF holds a show in the Civic Center in Baltimore, Maryland, 12,040. Witness Bob Bradley defeating Back Rivera, Pete Sanchez defeating Jose Estrada, Salvatore Bolomo defeating Charlie Fulton, and Johnny Rods defeating Baron Mikel Sucluna, Mr. Fuji defeating Special Delivery Jones, Little Poncho and Butch Cassidy defeated Tiger Jackson, yeah, and Sonny Boy Hayes. Rocky Johnson pinned Ray Stevens. WF Intercontinental Champion Don Morocco defeated Pedro Morales via disqualification. Jimmy Snooker pinned Superstar Billy Graham. And the main event was Bob Backlund defending the world title against Big John Studd in a Texas death match. Swede Hansen was the special guest her referee. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's head down to ringside and see what Lance and Dave have got for us in this week's show as we cover the 9th of April 1983 in episode 110 of the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy. Russell and Dave Brown, we're right along ringside, ready to go with another big week, championship wrestling, David. We're ready to go today. We're going to have the Rock and Roll Express in here in the opening tag team match of the day today. Following that, we're going to have the Fabulous One. They're going to be going in the tag team match. After that, it'll be the Moondog. Stagger Lee in a single match going against the Ace of Spades, and Big Duke Myers will be taking on Dutch Mantel. That is not all. We are also going to have the Bruise Brothers going against Carl Fergie and Bobby Fulton. That's the expiration of time match and should be good tag team action. Well, I'll tell you, we've got some tag teams coming up today, plus a couple of single matches in there. We've also got some great footage I think the folks will be interested in seeing. And as usual, we'll tell you, we're going to get it all in. We better get going. We'll be back in just one moment. We've got an action-packed car, ladies and gentlemen. Six matches. We're going to be starting off with the Rock and Roll Express. 
I still haven't got an answer from anybody. As, as far as I was concerned, the Rock and Roll Express had uh, Rock and Roll's King Boy Yellow as their uh, entrance music. But since they've debuted here in Memphis, they have been using Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night, a party every day. At a total weight of 437 pounds from Nashville, Tennessee, and Pensacola, Florida, Rick Morton, Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express. Okay, we're going to be ready to go with the action right now. We're going to bring in a guest commentator, Steve O. Steve, welcome to the show here today. So we are starting off our match, our, our podcast with uh, Tag Team Action, the Rock and Roll Express going against Pat Hutchinson and Rooster Cockburn. Um, a name, Rooster Cockburn, I've seen his name before, but we haven't seen him on the podcast before. But Rooster Cockburn is starting for his team, and Robert is starting for his team. Robert is wearing black trousers, uh, white boots for those of you listening. Rooster Cockburn, oh, who's dropped down with a drop kick, is wearing uh, white boots, white trousers. Pat Hutchinson comes in, he comes in, he gets a arm, he gets hip tossed, Rooster gets arm dragged. Rooster Cockburn goes around the outside now. Crowd are going crazy, as you can see on the video version for a Rock and Roll Express. Uh, Ricky now in. His mullet is not quite there. We've been uh, keeping an eye on that mullet. Oh, black trousers and uh, white boots for Rock and Roll. They're now wearing matching outfits. I think they were last week as well. Oh, off the top rope with a single axe handle. Jerry Calhoun, our referee, as always, goes for the cover. One, nope, kick out by Rooster. Rooster Cockburn goes over to a tag, Mr. Hutchinson. Hutchinson, black trousers, black boots, for those of you on the audio. Ricky Morton with a smile on his face. Then we've got a black curtain here again. We have had for quite a while now. We've, we have lost the colourness, the colourfulness. So I did look now by Pat Hutchinson, shoved down by Ricky, dropped down. Oh, butt bump by Ricky Morton. Green ropes. Oh, we've got green ropes. Lovely. Drop kick by Ricky Morton. Down goes Pat. Side headlock now by Ricky. Tags in Robert. Irish up by Ricky. Robert comes in. Oh, fist to the gut. Oh. Knocks Rooster, Rooster Cockburn off the apron as well. Side headlock take down by Robert. There's not so many ladies, there's quite a few ladies on the uh, right hand side there of that uh, front row. They're going to be uh, ecstatic when the fabs get here. Oh, double team now by the Rock and Roll. Snap mare by Ricky. Oh, knee across the uh, collarbone. Oh, Rooster Cockburn comes in and breaks up the pin by kicking his own partner. Ricky Morton is still wrestling. Uh, he recently teamed with his son Kerry in the Crockett Cup. Oh, double back, double, double backdrop there by the Rock and Roll Express. Hopefully, you've, those of you who've been listening for a long time are getting used to my uh, mispronunciation of English. Big slam, drop. No kick out by Pat Hutchinson following the body slam and knee drop. Side Steve O's in commentary here with Dave Brown. Irish whip by double drop kick by the Rock and Rock Express. Pat Hutchinson goes down. One, two, three. Your winners, Rock and Roll Express. The winners of the fall, the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, I think you called it there, Steve. It's teamwork. That's what it was. Yeah. Rick and Robert, both happy, and they should be. They really uh, put together some fine teamwork there. To defeat Pat Hutchinson and Rooster Cogwood, two minutes, 58 seconds. They were never actually uh, serious contenders in the match. They took the charge right from the beginning of the match, Ricky and Robert, and they dictated the match to their opponents. I'll tell you, when you can get away in that match and, and dictate to your opponents what you're going to do, you're going to be successful nine times out of ten. Absolutely. No doubt about it. All right. Uh, two minutes, 58 seconds. Again, the time on it. On it uh, the winners of the match, the Rock and Roll Express. Lance, if you get any more people out here playing music, they're going to give your job to Dick Clark. Now, before I talk, 
about Morton and Gibson. I, I'm kind of glad to see Steve-O out here today because there's something been bothering me for quite a long time now. And I, I wonder, agree with that. I don't know how many people of you have ever wondered why Steve-O calls himself Steve-O. How many people, Lance, personally, do you know named O? How many? Oh not too many. Steve is the only one. Steve-O. I don't know whether anybody realizes it or not, but I happen to know it because I've followed wrestling for a long time. Steve-O's real name is Olsonowski. That's Olsonowski. And in case you might wonder, that means that Steve is a Polak. All right. Now, Steve, uh, I, I'll get off on anything I want to. Steve, evidently, when he came down here down south, he knew the only people that could pronounce that name is somebody with a college degree and not much less anybody with grits hanging out of their mouth. So that's why he changed it to Steve-O. But the fact remains, his name is Olsenowski. You know, I saw, I saw Steve-O running down the road the other day after a garbage truck, and he was yelling, taxi, taxi. <laughs> that is funny. You know, you know how many Steve-Os that it takes to eat a possum? Five. One to chew and four to watch for cars. You know... <laughs> you know, when Steve-O won his college football letter, they had to have somebody read it to him. Do you know that? <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Come on, now. Let's hey, uh, hey, 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 now, just wait a minute. Hey, uh, now, just you wait a minute. No, no problem, Steve. We'll come up. So what if I am Polish? My last name does happen to be Olsenowski, and I'm very proud of it. I tell you, Jimmy Cornette. I'm not going to bring myself down to your level by trying to come out here and tell uh, these dumb jokes, but I tell you, there's a great job for you when you're ever done with the wrestling. And there's no disrespect to anybody else in this profession, but I'll tell you one thing you could be, be great at, and that's a weatherman, because when you talk, you know where the hot air is coming from. You don't have to worry about me. you got enough to worry about with your galaxies with the Rock and Roll Express. Thank you, Steve. Gibson. That guy just has no sense of humor. That's his problem. Let me tell you something about Morton and Gibson while I'm talking about them. The Valley Girls, Muffy Morton and Sissy Gibson, they couldn't beat us. Shut up. I'm sick of you people. They could not beat us in a match. They couldn't beat us in a no disqualification match. They couldn't outfight us then. They could not beat us when the masks were at stake. So they keep going back time after time wanting more stipulations anything to stack the deck on it so that they think they can win a match for once. Well, now all four men are going to be in the ring at once, and it's still the mass at stake. Now, they could not beat us one at a time. So how do you think they're going to beat us two at a time, Lance? Answer that. How? Well, just, no, just, are you here to interview or interrupt? Just shut up. They cannot beat us one at a time, two at a time, no disqualification, mass at stake, or anything else. Those masks are as safe as money in the bank because on any given night, Anybody can be beaten, but we're not going to give them the knife because they are the Galaxians. Their mission is to destroy opponents. Well, I hear the conversation. I just know also that I saw the Rock and Roll Express with a good win in there. You saw You'll the Rock and Roll in. Express with a win? Hey. Was it against them? Put a, no. If it wasn't against those men, then they didn't do anything at all. All right. Put them all four in the ring. Fine. We're going to take time out. We'll be back with more wrestling action in just a moment. Championship Wrestling coming right back here in just a moment with the rest of a great show coming up. Hey, Tuesday night, Louisville Gardens got a great card. I'll give the whole thing to you in a moment, but listen to this one. We've got a Southern Tag Team Championship match. It's going to be full of fireworks when the fabulous ones will go there to get their titles back from Jimmy Hart's Moondogs, and that'll be followed by a Southern Heavyweight Championship match. Bill Dundee and uh, Dirty Dutchman out of Oil Trough, Texas, be talking to Billy in just a moment. Fabulous ones have got their dander up, and they're ready for the Moondogs. Well, good, we want them mad, and we want them big and bad. You know, the fabulous ones, all of their lives, everything's been given to Stan Lane and Steve Kern. You know, their families, their mother and father gave them their cars, their homes, and their college educations. Then they got in professional wrestling, and then Jackie Fargo in wrestling gave them their coach their music, and he also gave them the name the Fabulous Ones. And then came along Jimmy Hart and the Moondogs, and we gave them the beating of their lives. You know, we've taken everything from them. Everything, baby. The only thing left is your pride, and we're taking it next. The new Southern Heavyweight Champions, Moondogs. We'll see who gets the pride come Tuesday night. And speaking of pride, here's a guy that's got a lot of it. 
He's also got the Southern Heavyweight title, but I know somebody is pretty bad that's going to be after it. Dutch Mantell, Billy. Well, he's only pretty bad because he told you that, Lancer. He ain't proved nothing that he's bad yet. He ain't proved nothing to me. Now, I don't know. There's a lot of people mad at me, Lancer, and there's a lot mad. I guess there's a few still like him, but there's an awful lot mad at me, and they're only mad at me for telling the truth. I told all you folks out there I was going to beat Terry Taylor, and he was a paper champion. Now you got a champion you can be proud of. Now, Dutch Mantell, I also told you and every other wrestler around here, if you wanted a title match, all you had to do was tell the promoter he would tell me and you would get it but not you brother you had to come down and show off you had to come down and save little terry taylor he stumbled he fell on the ropes i was trying to get him out and down comes the dutchman threw my little body all over that ring well i didn't appreciate that son you snuck up on me dutchman you took me when i wasn't looking well i'm going to be looking this week brother i'm going to be looking right at you when the referee's counting you out because i'm keeping this belt brother and make no mistake about that This is going to be a one-fall 15-minute time limit match. Introducing from Memphis, Tennessee, total weight 437 pounds. From Memphis, uh, Big Lou and his partner from Parts Unknown, the Mask Marauder. Going against them, total 443 pounds. From Florida, the fabulous one, Steve Kern and Stanley. This match, one-fall 15-minute time. So back, ladies and gentlemen, tag team action once again. Fabulous one, Steve and Stan going up against Big Louie and the Mask Marauder. Big Louie starting for his team. Black Trunks, Black Boots. Stan, starting for his team? No. Steve. Steve, starting for his team. Uh, light blue trousers, white boots. Hip. Uh, uh, back jump. There by Steve. Picks a big loo. Slams him down with ease to Steve Kern. He's teaming with Stan Lane. Oh. Fabulous ones. Stan in. Oh. With a little bit of uh, karate stance. Picks up Big Lou, backbreaker. Last week, the fabulous ones had their coats destroyed by the Moondogs, and they were beaten to a bloody pulp on the outside as well. Steve bleeding a gusher. Looked like he'd been in a match with uh, Big Joe or uh, Lou Nixon, one of the death match guys. Stan Lane throws Big Lou into his own corner, and Masked Marauder is tagged in. Red singlet, black boots, red mask. He met with a uh, knee and a back elbow to the back of the head by Stan Lane. One again. Stan Lane trying to get the advantage now. Trying to, and he does. Oh, got rid suplex. Beautiful there by Stan Lane. Oh, needed the gut. Throws the Marauder into Steve's knee. Tags in Steve. Stan holding. He hooked the leg of the masked Marauder there as he was getting out of the ring. And their faces, but they're doing all the heel moves. <laughs> <laughs> Stand and suplex there by uh, Steve Kern. Oh, forearm smashed to the mass marauder. Oh, and again, back of the head. So, listen, if you are watching the video version, hi, I'm here in the corner, just there. Hopefully, you are watching. You get to watch me watch that wrestling, and you can watch the wrestling as well, and you can listen to me talking about it. So, it's all, all good fun. Here on patreon.com forward slash Memphis cast. Stan Irish Rip. Oh, a uh, clothesline. Kind of. Oh, tagging to Steve. I don't know, I did it. Oh, that didn't sound like Mean Gene there. Oh, oh, oh. Back. No, picked him up. Stan's going. Oh, hot shots him. Very heelish maneuver here by the faces. Their attitude has definitely changed. Picks up the Mask Marauder again and oh, drops him down. Knee dropped him. One, two, a three. Your winners, the fabulous ones. No wasted energy by the fabulous ones today. Boy, they really? Business. Yeah, they were down they to it and took care of business with no problems at all. 
As the fabulous ones come through with a, what was time on 235. 2.35. 2.35, and Stan and Steve went right to work. There was no wasted uh, time, as Dave said in there. Stan, it looked like you guys uh, were really after it. Uh, okay. Let me tell you something, Lance. Last week, everybody seen the fabulous ones humiliated. Well, they didn't go with us when we went back to Nashville and told Fargo where his fabulous coats were. They didn't go with us when we went back after last week and told Fargo where the Southern titles were. We went. And let me tell you what Jackie Fargo had to say. He said, what are you boys? Are you boys or are you men? You come to me like two whipped schoolboys crying about losing belts and getting the jackets tore up. Well, there's two sides to Jackie Fargo. And there was two sides to the Fargo brothers. Well, the people are going to see the other side to the fabulous ones, too. We've been around. I've been in street fights since I was a kid growing up, and I've been a wrestler now long enough. I've been beat up, and I've been put out of action with elbows, knees, injuries all around. Well, there won't be no more of that. When you see the fabulous ones hit the ring again, it won't be the dancing. It won't be the prancing. It won't be shaking Heidi. It won't be dancing to music. It'll be the old Jackie Fargo. It'll be the old Roughhouse Fargo. And it'll be the old Donnie Fargo combined in a new era. You Moondogs come in really bad with a big reputation from all over the world, pushing weight around and acting like a fool. Well, we'll just see who the fools really are. Jimmy Hart, bring anybody and everybody. We've made this our home, and the fabulous ones aren't going anywhere till we get our stuff back. Okay, Stan Lane, Steve Kern, the fabulous ones, and uh, as we pointed out during the match in there, all business, they took care of business in very short order, and it looks like they're planning to do the same with the Moon Dogs, despite the big bones they carry around and Jimmy Hart in the corner. You better believe that's going to be a confrontation when they get it back, because I can imagine what the fabulous one Jackie Fargo had to say when he heard about it. We're going to take time. I'll be back in just a moment. Hey, everybody. This is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Put your head on my shoulder. moments were made possible by head and shoulders the shampoo for the two of you put your head on my shoulder numbers on occasion speak louder than words now, these figures dramatize the results of a university study in which serum cholesterol was reduced an average of 9.6 percent in three weeks, 43 families took part. They cut down on cholesterol and saturated fats, and they ate more fish, chicken, and vegetables. For cooking, they all used Puritan because it's low in saturated fats with no cholesterol. Your assignment is to try it. Puritan knows your fighting serum cholesterol. Puritan wants you to win. Hidden deep in the mountains of your dirty laundry are some very tough stains. Introducing an incredible new laundry detergent that gets them out. Introducing New Era Plus with protein. Why protein? Because stains like tough collar soil, ketchup, even ground-in grass are made of protein. And protein gets our protein stains. Era Plus on even set-in blood. Protein gets our protein. Put a little Era Plus on problems. Add a quarter cup to clean the whole wash. Nothing gets out every stain, but new Era Plus will get out some of the toughest. New Era Plus with protein gets out stains to get your whole wash clean. Mate, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's now. the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrate? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrate is the perfect gift 
for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man grace. <laughs> They're revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. <laughs> It weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> this commercial is like a mini-series. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. That's what they're known as, and we're talking about Jimmy Hart's Moon Dogs as they're scheduled to get into action right here in our next bout with uh, King Cobra and Robert Reed as his partner. And Jimmy Hart, of course, on the whistle, waving the Southern Tag Bill. What have they got left? What are the feminists? What's got left? We took, we got rid of their coach, man. We got, we got the belt from them. The only thing left is their pride, you know. I am so, I had to bring out the Jimmy Hart crying towel again out here. I had to bring my crying towel out. Give me a hand. Oh, man, I'm not going to get it on you. I had to bring my crying towel back out like I have to bring out every year because there's so many babies around here. You know, I am so sick and tired of hearing excuses. What is this? Jackie Fargo. Do you care about Jackie Fargo? I don't care about Jackie Fargo. Hey, anybody else? Oh, that's right. You just said anybody else, right? Well, let me tell you something, baby. This is probably the greatest day of my life, but every day is the greatest day of my life. I've rebuilt my family, the Moon Dogs. I told you exactly what they were going to do. You know, Eddie Martin's panicking right now. He's panicking. He's calling me day in and day in out, saying we want a match every time we can get a match. Well you, well, you got one, baby, but this is your last chance. No more. You know, the Fargos. And, and the Fabulous Ones, they're so much alike. You know, I looked at the Fabulous Ones, and you know, their two best moves that Jackie Fargo showed them is this move right here and this move right here. That's the two best moves the Fabulous Ones have got. Well, you can cry all you want. You can do all you want because after this, baby, we're going to take your pride. We're going to take it all. It's Moondogs, baby, forever. You may see some other moves that they have, Jimmy, uh, coming up a little later on when you have the opportunity in your Moondogs to meet them in the ring again. Okay. Jimmy Hart, the Moondogs, as they get ready to get into the ring for action in a tag match. And again, obviously, uh, with the Southern Tag Belts, you can better believe they're going to be favored in this bout, too. Okay, Dave. One fall, 15-minute time limit, non-title match coming up here. Total weight, 445 pounds from Memphis to King Cobra. And also, his partner from Memphis, Tennessee, Robert Reed. Going against them, total weight, 512 pounds, with their manager, Jimmy Hart. The International Roughnecks, the Moondogs. One fall, 15-minute time limit. The referee, Jerry Calhoun. Okay, we've got both the Moondogs We're back as a tag team action once again. The Moondogs going against King Cobra and Robert Reed. Jimmy Hart managing the, uh, the Moondogs. He's taking away the bones. Dalvis got to have a bone chewer. King Cobra starting the first team. Green and yellow trunk toy boots. Going against Moondog. Black singlet. Denim jeans. Black boots. Bergman jostling for position. Jostle, jostle, jostle. Tag to the Cobra. Tag, sorry, tag to the Moondog. The taller of the Moondogs, he's wearing blue singlet, denim jeans, black boots, drop kick by King Cobra. Oh, fuck's sakes. 
had the audio bit too loud then. Oh, oh, fisticuffs now between Cobra and the Moon Dog. Irish up by Cobra. Moon Dog held onto the ropes. Picks up King Cobra. What's he gonna do with him? Oh, slams him down. Oh, went for the knee, but King Cobra moved and tags in Robert Reed. Blue Trunks back boots. It's a clubber on time now with the Moon Dogs. Robert Reed getting absolutely annihilated. Oh, head first into the top turnbuckle. Tag into the second Moon Dog. Oh, big kick there by Moon Dog. I think he's Rex. Not entirely sure. One's Rex, one's Spot. Oh, backbreaker, kind of. Off the ropes. Oh, drops the elbow to the back of the neck. Holy moly, that's going to hurt in the morning. Moondog's tagged back in now, double team. Oh, Sclopper and shot to the back of Robert Reed. Picks up Reed. Oh, power slam. One of these gentlemen is Larry Latham, former uh, blonde, with. Oh, big splash from the second rope, former blonde with uh, Wayne Ferris. Goes to the cover but decides not to continue the count. Picks up Robert Reed, tags in his partner. Double team now. Oh, headbutt by Spot. I think that's Spotty. With a suplexer on Robert Reed. Exactly. I've been wanting to say that all day. <laughs> I've been listening to uh, GFA Live with uh, Pete Winston and Keefe as they cover uh, 1989 WWF. January 1989 WWF. And Slick. With his promos for the Twin Towers. Anywho, Moondogs still continue to work over Robert, Robert, Robert Reed. Both on the inside and the outside of the ring. <laughs> Robert Reed is uh, taking a pounding. Moondog tags in his partner. Oh, kick to the gut of Reed. Oh! Big right hand there, boy. Doggy. Oh, and the knee of the head. Tags in his partner. Stops Robert Reed from getting anywhere. Oh! Pure annihilation here by the Moondogs. Robert Reed in trouble severely. And they tag each other. Oh, backbreaker. Here comes the Moondog decapitation. Oh, and there it is. Robert Reed decapitated. One, two, a three. Be on Earth or in the Moon, the dogs are your winners. Get the win easily over Robert Reed and the King Cobra. Three minutes, 13 seconds to time. Three, 13. Now the Moon Dogs are celebrating the victory. King Cobra trying to help Robert Reed out of the ring. You had a time on it, 3.13, Moondogs get the win. Okay, they did in fact get it. They jumped on Robert, who has much less experience of King Cobra, kept him in there, beat him up, and they won the bout. And by golly, I'll tell you, they consistently do it. They're not the greatest wrestling team I ever saw, but they're winning son of a gun. We'll be back in just one moment. <laughs> Time limit match. Stagley around the ring. Baseball bat in hand. Uh, watching out for uh, first family members or whoever else might come in there. He's headed back now for the ring. And this match, he brought the baseball bat with him into the ring. The referee Jerry Calhoun steps in. His first order of business is going to be to get rid of the baseball bat. And yeah, Stagley hands it over to him. No problem. Waiting for his opponent. Who has uh, yet to make his appearance here at ringside? Stag Lee wearing a Mid America Championship belt around his waist. He hands that out of the ring. This is a non title match. And still, no opponent. Stag Lee, the ace of spades, scheduled to go against him here in this single match. Referee. Here comes Mad Dog out yeah. here of the Bruise Brothers. His leg hurt. I can't believe he's going to get in there. You know, Russell, everybody said Mad Dog will be out for three years. He might be out for three months. Well, look, baby. Three weeks, Mad Dog's back off the front. And he's going to pay for what? 
So we're back, Staggerly. Oh, attacking that leg of Mad Dog. He um, kind of broke it a couple of weeks ago. Took Mad Dog out of the Bruise Brothers, allowing the Dream Machine to team up with Porkchop Cash. Mad Dog is back, and Staggerly. Well, we saw like, last week Mad Dog was on a uh, crutch still with Giant Frazier. Staggerly now trying to rip that leg and take it back to Union City with him. Staggerly, black mask, black trousers, white boots. Mad Dog, denim uh, trousers, green boots, getting that shit kicked out of that knee. Jimmy Hart is not happy. Still uh, still continuing, and... Oh, Staggerly drops elbow across the knee. Here comes the Dream Machine and Pork Chop Cash chasing Staggerly out of the ring. Staggerly should have been facing the Ace of Spades. But instead, Mad Dog of the Bruise Brothers came out. And he got his ass handed to him, did Mad Dog. May have re-broken that leg. That's the weak spot of the opponent. That's what you do. That's you it. find a weak he, spot. He was limping, Dave, wasn't he, when he oh, came yeah. out here? So uh, Hart, once again, using somebody else's body to try to prove a point of his, puts Mad Dog in there. And the bruised brother uh, ended up getting bruised more than he was. So Stagger Lee comes out the victor in it as they're trying to... Uh, Well, that was a shorty. We're going to just go right on into the next match here, Dave. And there comes the Dirty Dutchman, who would have just as soon added a little head knocking to the people that left as he will to uh, the guy that's coming in now. This will be a dandy, too. Big Duke Myers will be uh, the opponent for Dutch Mantel. Mantel standing there in his usual right down to business attitude saying bring him on well it isn't duke myers well, this is it's the ace, ace of spades yeah art kind of intervened in the other one and the ace of spades scheduled to go against staggerly is now in there with dirty dutch mantel okay Dick. all right one fall 15 minute time limit 224 pounds from parts unknown the ace of spades with jimmy cornett and going against him from Oil Trough, Texas, 224 pounds, Dutch Mantel. Card subject to change, brother. Should have been Duke Myers versus Dutch Mantel, but now it's Ace of Spades going to go in Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel came to the ring wearing a, wearing a lovely hat. Hat. Black singlet, black boots for Dutch. Black singlet, black boots, black and white mask for the Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades, as we found out last week, is one Tommy Gilbert. Patriarch of the Gilbert family. Lovely exchange here. Oh, high crossbody there by Dutch. One. One count. Ace of Spades being managed by Mr. Jim Cornetta. Hip toss, hip toss by Dutch. Ace of Spades goes rolling outside. Going for a little, uh, little conflab with James E. James E. giving him some words of wisdom. I don't know what he's talking about. Hooking him, hooking the arm, giving him a clothesline or something. Some business. Joe Calhoun applying the count. Stops the count as Ace of Spades is back in the ring. Trying to get Dutch Mantel away from the Ace of Spades. Look at that hairy back. Look at that back. He shaves it around his singlet. <laughs> Maybe. I think it looked like it a bit. Irish whip by Dutch. Big back body drop by the Dutchman. Ace of Spades down and in trouble again. Dutchman kicking the shit now of Ace of Spades as he tries to roll out the ring. Oh, dropping some knees to the back. The uh, Ace of Spades we saw last week teamed up with Duke Myers in his uh, debut match. Hopefully you are enjoying the video version. I keep disappearing, so because I'm trying to try new things, and it's a bit awkward. If there's someone else here, then 
they could talk, but because I'm not talking, you don't want to be seeing me all the time, so. Oh, Ace of Spades out on his feet there, basically. Oh, big right hand by Dutch. Irish up now by Dutch. Big back elbow takes down the Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades. Goes for the cover. One, two, two count. Oh, I suppose that was some kicks. Oh, right hand. And again, right hand. And again. Pummel and Dutch in the corner now. Dutch is in trouble. Irish up corner to corner. Goes Dutch. Oh, I suppose follows him in with a knee to the gut. And again. And again, knee to the uh, midriff. Snap mare out of the corner. Oh, drops a fist as the ace of spades. Double that pleasure. Dutch Mantel is up. Irish whipped by the ace of spades. Ace of spades. Oh, takes him over where the back boys up. Goes for the elbow, but Dutch Mantel gets up. The Dutchman. Dave's having trouble with his words as well. Right hands by Dutch. The straps are down. The straps are down. Uh, he doesn't shave around the straps. Irish whipped by Dutch. Oh. Fist to the double Dutch clutch to the. Uh, who's trying to take the mask off? He's trying to Dutch. He's trying to take the mask off. He's trying to take the mask off. He's got it off a bit. He's got it off around the mouth. We can see this man has a beard. We can see this man has a beard. Oh, Jim Cornette's in the ring and attacks Dutch Mantel. Joey Calhoun calls for the bell. Instant disqualification. Oh, big round to Cornette. Ace of Spades now and Dutch fighting each other, punching each other. Whoa, stops that. Ace of Spades scurries out the ring. Your winner by disqualification, Dirty Dutch Mantel. Dutch was flirting with a disqualification by trying to take the mask off, but Cornette jumped in to protect the mask and got himself disqualified, so the Dutchman gets the win. Three minutes, 33 seconds of time. He got enough of that mask up to indicate he's got a beard, at least we saw that much, Dave. Uh, the Dutchman, a very impressive win in there, as even though he won it by disqualification. Uh, he was given and taken, and that's his style. We'll take time out, and we're going to be back with more championship wrestling in just a moment. Uh, the Bruise Brothers coming out here for action officially in just a moment. But right now we want to bring in the Southern Heavyweight Champion, Bill Dundee, who took the belt from Terry Taylor and has Kept it. I can just put it that way. Well, as I can see, there's a few of the people over there that appreciate talent when they see it, and there's a few who don't know talent when it's staring them in the face. Now, I told you about Terry Taylor. Nobody believed me. So I went out and I beat the boy, and I'm telling it, it's a boy. I told you he was a college boy, and that's exactly what he is, and there's a little people hot at me. There was a few people in this town mad at me. I don't know why you're mad at me, because I told you exactly what I was going to do, and you're a little hot. But, Lance, you know, I've always liked you, Lance, and I don't really mean this bad. But I thought you was the only guy around here with a big nose, but apparently it's not. Dirty Dutch Mantel, number one citizen from Oil Trough, Texas. Now, have you ever seen Oil Trough, Texas? Now, you have out here for years have said Dutch Mantel is the number one citizen from Oil Trough, Texas. Now, there used to be two people lived in Oil Trough, Texas. That was Sagebrush Mantel. That was his grandfather. That old foggy died, and Mantel moved out, because that's just an old dust spot in the middle of the road. And Mantel... I don't know what that got into you, brother, but you come down sticking your nose in the superstar's business. Now, I told you out here, anybody wanted a title shot, just get in touch with Eddie Marlin. You He'll pick up that. the telephone. You don't have to come down sticking your nose in where they want it. You just like old Terry's brush, brother. You ought to be in the big arena in the sky. Now, Mantel, you wanted my attention, son. You got it. Now, Dutchman, just like I told Terry Taylor... Uh, Don't let the temper get away with you here, Bobby. No fisty cuts. I guess you're going to say this is none of my business, right? It, it wasn't none of your business, Dutchman. All I, I told you, just get in touch with Eddie Marlin, go through the right channels, and anybody can get a title shot. I wasn't hiding behind no belt like Terry Taylor. Now, haven't I defended every week since I won it? Didn't I tell everybody I would do that? Yes, you did. Now, 
And but what makes it my business is when you mention my name and you talk about me. And when you mention my name, I feel like that gives me a license to say something to you. So I'm making it my business. Now you want to know why I came down to the ring, Dundee? You want to know why I came down to the ring? I wasn't doing nothing to the guy. I was trying to help him out. I may have slipped and stood on his face. He stumbled in there in the first place. I was trying to get him untangled. And the next thing I know, that man fell down and the match is disqualified. I wanted to beat uh, the clown. I, I, guess the camera's a, I guess the camera's a liar, right? I guess the camera tells a thousand lies. Why don't you take that silly hat off? Why don't you knock it off, Daddy? Why don't you knock it off? Let me say one thing. You are right in there. Let me get my say in. I was a Southern champion before, and I could be the Southern champion again. Now, you had Terry Taylor beat. You had him beat, and there's no need to keep on pounding. The, the referee told you to break it. You wouldn't break it, so I thought I'd just come and help Taylor out. Knowing that if I come in the ring, I would get your attention. It's what I've done. Well, just let me tell you something, sonny boy. The reason you no, was the Southern no, 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 is because I didn't no, have the belt, Don't Daddy. tell me nothing, yeah. Dundee. You say all your friends turned against you. I didn't turn against you because I was never your friend in the first place. To start off with, now don't give me no lip and don't talk back to me, because I know what I'm talking oh, about. Why not, big boy? Oh, now, come on, you guys. You know, I used to like you, Dundee. You got I used to like you. Don't start fight. Hey, you know, what, you know what I think about it? What? You really, you really want to know what I think yeah, about it? I'm standing here to wait for your answer, Mantel. I really want to know what you think about the whole situation, Jack. That's what I think about it. That just blew some smoke in the face of Bill Dundee. Uh, 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 I hope you as bad you think you are, man, because you'll never win this belt, Daddy, and I bet my life on oh, you. You bet you'll yeah, win well, I'll go to Jack. You just climb in there and you can get a shot out of it. Okay, baby, all right? All right, okay, Jack. Now, uh, Bill's a bad guy. He's wearing leather, leather jacket, leather trousers. Very uh, bad guy. I know one thing. Right Dundee, you climb in the ring, buddy. You've got my attention. And you got me red hot right now. He done talked about my hometown, done talked about everything, Dundee. So it's going to come down to me against you, baby. The best man's going to win. And we're going to have a fight, Dundee. And you're not going to win it, Jack. Okay, Dutch Mantell. And um, that's going to be a scrap when Mantell and Dundee meet. You can bet on that. We're ready for the action in the ring night now. Bobby Fulton climbing in. Carl Fergie climbing in. Bruce Brothers coming out here with Jimmy Hart. Okay, Dave. Expiration of time match coming up here. This one goes as long as there's time remaining. Introducing a total weight of 455 pounds from Atlanta, Georgia, Carl Fergie, and from Columbus, Ohio, Bobby Fulton. Going against him in a total of 457 pounds from the Windy City. The Bruise Brothers, their manager Jimmy Hart. Match to the expiration of time. Jerry Calhoun's the referee. And we're here. This is an exploration of time main event. Carl Fergie teamed up with Bobby Fulton to go up against the Bruce Brothers, Porkchop Cash and Dream Machine. They have yet to acknowledge that that is Dream Machine. Excuse me. Carl Fergie, the veteran of his team, I think. Team of Bobby Fulton, who's still still about in the business. Recently, uh, he's, he's got a, his son. I forget what his son's called. Like Jaden or something like something with a J, but they were recently at Crockett Cup. Dream Machine and Fulton are starting. Fulton is wearing uh, dark blue and light blue trunks, black boots. Dream Machine, I think he just called him the Dream Machine. Um, black trousers, black boots for Dream Machine. Oh, full arm dragon twist takes down Dream Machine, kick up from the Dream Machine, and a howl and a strut. High five. That's attack to Porkchop Cash. Denim jeans. Black boots. Jimmy out on the outside. Relaxing. Chillaxing. Shooting some bebop. On the outside. Bobby Fulton is uh, in trouble here, I think, with Porkchop Cash. Porkchop Cash is a big boy. Big strong boy. Oh, Irish Rip Nova first by Bobby Fulton. And backdrop. Holy moly, I was wrong. Porkchop Cash is down, Porkchop Cash is down, and he's big enough, he's big and he's big and away from Fulton, doesn't want any of the uh, of the young superstar who tags in Carl Fergie, black trousers, mm, white boots. Carl Fergie's up. He's gonna be uh, he's gonna be good uh, he's probably gonna be same similar size to Porkchop Cash. Dream machine riling up the crowd on the outside. Porkchop Cash tags in Dream Machine. Dream Machine now in against Carl Fergie. Both men go around. Colin Uber tie up. 
Dream Machine pushes Fergie into the corner. No, Fergie reverses. Clean. Oh, Dream Machine. Oh, Dream Machine went for a leg drop, but Carl Fergie got up. Dream Machine begs off in the corner. Colin Nebert up, side headlock by the Dream Machine. Side headlock still by Machine. Lovely rose tattoo there. Carl Fergie trying to get out of this with a few shots to the gut. Oh, shoots him off. Shoulder tackle by Machine off the ropes. Dropped down by Fergie over the top by the Dream Machine. Hip toss by Carl Fergie. Dream Machine gets in his corner complaining of trunk pulling. Pulled up cash now tagged in. Both men circling. Both men circling. Colin Nebert up. So deadlock by Fergie. Shove off by Cash. Knee of the gut by Cash. Fergie goes down. Oh! Drops a forearm across the collarbone area of Carl Fergie. Dream Machine behind the referee's back. Oh, double axe handle from the second rope on the inside. Behind the referee's back, Carl, uh, Jerry Calhoun was trying to get Bobby Footland out of the ring. Dream Machine now tagged in. Legally. Picks up for Carl Fergie. Irish whips him. Oh, big back elbow there by Machine. Picks him up again. Irish whips him again. Oh, clothesline by the Dream Machine. Tags in. Porks up Cash. Cash now in. Carl Fergie nearly gets the tag. But Porks up. Oh, Cash puts a stop to that. Oh, big right hand by Cash. Big right hand by Fergie. Kick by Fergie. Right hand by Fergie. Tags in. Bobby Fulton. Bobby Fulton's in. Bobby Fulton's in. He's a house of fire working over the Dream Machine with kicks and punches. Punches to uh, Porkchop Cash from the outside. Irish whip by Bobby Fulton. Drop kick. No. Dream Machine held onto the ropes just. Irish whip now by Machine. Oh, clothesline takes down Fulton. Picks up Fulton. Irish whip now by Dream Machine. Picks up Fergie. Slams him down. Tags in Porkchop Cash. Pucked up cash. No, the bell is ringing. The bell is rung. We've run out of time. The time is explorated. Explorated. Exploration of time has expired. And that ball is going to end up in the draw. All right, Jimmy, you always get some kind of complaint about I don't care who it is. We're going to take time out and we'll be back in a moment. Big action comes in with championship wrestling, my friend. Great card entirely, but three fine matches I want to tell you about. Mask at stake, all four men in the ring at one time. When the Galaxians get in there against Robert Gibson and Rick Morton, the Rock and Roll Express. That'll be followed by a Southern heavyweight title match. Dutch Mantel going against Bill Dundee, and we're going to be talking to the Dutchman in just a moment. And then a big return Southern Tag Team title match when the fabulous ones get down to the work of getting those Southern Tag titles back from the Moondogs. Well, here's two guys that I don't care what Cornette says. He, they have really got a streak going. All right, Rick, you guys have really been on it. Well, thank you, Lance. We're back to Louisville, Kentucky, man. That means all four of us in the ring at one time right. with the Master Stakes. And that means that we can do anything we want to behind the referee's back because he's going to be watching somebody else, brother. And when we come there, we're going to come smoking. Because when you see the Rock and Roll Express, you're going to see a whole lot of rock and rolling. But we're going to be doing the rocking, and somebody else is going to be doing the rolling. Hey, you well, get them beat, you can get those masks off, Robert. Yeah, like Ricky Rock said, you get four men in the ring, anything can happen. Louisville, Kentucky, we're going to rock you off the foundation. All right, look for them, man. They are exciting. Well, here's a guy that I'll tell you one thing I'll say for him. He doesn't always say the things you want to hear, but by golly, he will tell you what's on his mind. Bill Dundee complaining about what happened last week over in Evansville, uh, Dutch. Well, first of all, Dundee complains a lot. It seems like he's done a complete about-face from what he used to be. 
Thousands and thousands of fans used to swear by Bill Dundee. They loved him to death, and now he's turned his back on all his fans and everybody. But I can see why he did it. If he wants that belt, I guess he went after him. That's what I like. Now, Dundee, you took advantage of Terry Taylor, but let me say one thing. I am not Terry Taylor. I don't look like him. I don't wrestle like him, and I don't think like him because I didn't get my name of being a nice guy. Now, if you think I'm Terry Taylor, you crawl on that ring, Dundee, and I'm going to show you exactly what professional wrestling is all about. Now, he intimidated Taylor. You won't intimidate me, Dundee, because I'm going to take it to you, baby. I'm going to be right on your face all night long. You show up in Louisville because I'm dang sure going to be there. I think it was a uh, desire to continue to inflict punishment by the Bruce Brothers. Uh, they look like, uh, the Bruce Brothers look like they might have had Bobby Fulton ready for a pin right then. But uh, after a couple of slams and then a tag to pork chop, time ran out on them. So yeah. instead of having a win down in the college... That was no cinch. I don't know that that was a sure thing, but it looked like it might have been. Uh, instead of having a win down on the column, it goes as a draw as the uh, expiration of time goes out. How about a full recap? Maybe? Okay, in, in the uh, opening match today, Rock... So, ladies and gentlemen, as Lance and Dave run down the card for us, that is it. We've just watched the 9th of April 1983, a Memphis Continental Wrestling cast. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you uh, enjoyed the little video thing we've been doing. Hopefully that'll, that'll stay. We'll see. We'll see what goes on. Anywho, you can follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast. You can follow us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash MemphisCast. £1 a month gets you this and the Monday Night Project show that will be coming up to you very soon. Um, yes, so uh, that's about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you very much to Lance Russell, Dave Brown, and Jerry Jarrett. And until next time... Adore.